Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Clayton Curveshaw, a.k.a. Scheming A. Smith, a.k.a. the one true king of the South. And to my left is my wonderful, gracious co-host, as always. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass. We just snatched the braids out. <laughs> Got tired of them? I, I, quickly, okay? <laughs> the braids cause issues in your life? We'll get there. Okay. A.k.a. Wave Chappelle. <laughs> A.k.a. Driving Miss Wavy. All right. A.k.a. Wave It Ruffin. All right. But most of all, that little baby who just got it right. Bill. Bill. <laughs> Throws tomatoes. Bill. <laughs> so, friend. What's up? I have been. I am a girlfriend. <laughs> 12 years of girlfriend? 12 years? No, it won't be that. <laughs> but 12 days of girlfriend? 12 days of girlfriend. <laughs> that should have been a hashtag. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's going great. It's going great. Um, I have to be honest, because, you know, we don't lie to the people. Your girl backslid a little bit. Backslid? No, when I say backslid, like, I may have flirted and then okay. had to catch myself. Because I'm an unintentional flirt. Like, I find uh-huh. myself flirting, and I'm just like, Alex, now, if this man asked for your number, he would be well within his bounds, but you dead ass wrong. And it's like, I have to catch myself like, Alex, you're flirting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the boundary. Boundaries. The boundary. Right. Emotional walls. Feel, you know, all of that. All of that. You know, you kind of, you, you don't want to unintentionally disrespect your partner. Exactly. And then whenever it happens, because it happened twice. Mm-hmm. Like, I was honest with him. I said, babe, I accidentally flirted. He was like, what? I was like, I, like, I realized where the conversation was going, and it was a little too late to kind of back on up. So I had to just put a hard stop on it. And I was just like, he's like, so what? Like, he was so confused. And I had to explain to him, like, you'll see. But, like, I, I, I slip, trip, and fall into situations Roll over onto situations. Roll we over. We fall down, <laughs> but we get up. They get blocked, and they get unblocked. Okay, all right. See, that wasn't even you. That was just the natural progression of how that song went in my head. You, that was not trying to trigger you. A savior is just a sinner <laughs> who fell down and got up. <laughs> Anyway, friend, how was your weekend? I talked to my mom before I got in the studio. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> how is the deacon? Uh, minister. Minister. Min- oh, yeah, mom's a minister. Minister. Um, she is fine. She's under the weather, unfortunately. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, But she is fine. She is good. She is good. How uh, do you pray for a minister? The same way you pray for anybody else. Yeah, but like me. <laughs> how do you pray for a minister? The same way you pray for anybody else. There's not a... There's not a 
a guideline of like prayer. There's not like a rubric that you gotta hit. You feel me? It's not. I like, don't. She don't need my prayer. Yes, yeah, she do. She, mine? But, yes. Okay. So here's the thing. I'll send it up. Cause, cause <laughs> it might get rejected, but I'll send I was, it up. Because you know, like, God has a filtration system, system where oh. he will filter out the bullshit that comes in the prayer. Oh, like Britta. Yeah. <laughs> God is a Britta filter. That's going to be the title of this episode. God is a Britta filter. <laughs> and sometimes the nonsense and absolute trash that we send up his way. He was like, nah. he, he be filtering it into something like I I can do this for you. So yeah, just just you pray for you pray for someone who you think is holier than you the same way you pray for someone. That okay, is not, yeah. just making sure, just making sure. Anyway, friend, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was pretty uh tame. I think we have some things planned, things lined up. So it's kind of like a making I'm chilling, sh- making sure that we make it there <laughs> in one piece. Um. Shout out to, and we rarely shout these people. Shout out to Joey Crack and his whole. Oh yeah, his whole team. Um, they have they celebrated their four year anniversary at Rasconi's. And again, we we not false flag. We not keeping it. We not going you know throw throw shade and then like we slander Rasconi's from time to time on this here podcast. Oh yeah. For sure, the but fact, here's the thing: the fact that we only we only went there because it was it was because it was four years. I don't typically frequent Rascones; it's not my scene. Listen, but also, I can tell you that you have a great product while it's recognizing that the product's I'm not, not the target, for me. I'm not the target exactly. audience. I'm not the target audience for that, and it's okay. It's all love. I go to everything else you niggas throw. I just don't like the fact that y'all put on y'all Fashion Nova's best to go into a pizza parlor. It ain't me. Even though Rascones has lasted longer in pretty much every relationship in Cincinnati. Yeah, every single one. I've listen. It's always funny. It's always funny to see like because Rasconi is a small because it's a pizza parlor, um, and to see like the people who think they being low. Oh, you're not being low at Rasconi's on a Friday night, sis. Like it's like, come on now, bro. You're not low. You're not. You're not. I had to, t- low. I had to tell. I had to tell. Um. One of my old shorties that well, we was walk we walked in separately and or like we walked in somewhere. I'm like, baby, like you do realize that like this ain't as low as you think it is. My homegirls are in here. Half the city is in here. Like you do realize that like as soon as this happens, like both me and you gonna get text messages like, so what's up? You gonna end up on the summer jam screen, sis. Listen quickly. <laughs> And I'm so thankful that beloved it will never go to Rasconi's. I'm so thankful. She listen if I if I even suggest Rasconi star, she'll she, the I'd be better last off, time I'd be better she, off getting slapped in the face. The last time beloved was in Rasconi's, it was after the B2K concert, and niggas got to move in furniture, and beloved really didn't need to be out like that. And I like well, as soon as shit broke out, I like grabbed her, <laughs> which was wild because yeah, yeah, like she's she's thicker than me. But which isn't hard to do because look at me. But bro, I literally grabbed her up and because I had this vision of her mama cussing me out because her something happened to her daughter. Like, no, no. Her mama's also of the cloth. I don't need that hex. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need it. You, you listen, you don't need to do any more to 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 put your a trip in heaven in jeopardy. Listen, God is also God is literally like, bro, that's two and a half strikes. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, like she's hanging on by the hair on her head and ain't much. <laughs> and so so shout out to Rasconi. We we celebrated that. Um, you know, try to just, you know, the the, the target audience showed up and showed out at Rasconi's. 
I'm going to back up because you're not going to glaze over Friday like that. Why not? <laughs> so I'm sitting there minding my business and everybody else's because I'm sitting behind me and Tanea. Shout out to Tanea. She's becoming a roly low key. Like, I, I just hope that she knows what she's getting herself into. She don't. Okay. And it's fine. But me and Tanea decided because Jade was Tuckington. Tuckington, Kentucky. Because we now have a rule of three, which we'll get to here in a second. Mm-hmm. But so I'm like, Tanea decided to pop out with your girl. So cool. We're sitting behind a DJ booth, chilling, chilling. I get a text message like, where you at? It's from, it's from the boyfriend. Because I sent him a picture of me leaving, going out. Right. As, as I'm supposed to. <laughs> and he was hyped me up, did, did his do. We got. We're gonna talk in a different episode. We're gonna talk about the the fine line that that niggas have to have to manage between like hype me up, don't make it creepy. Is that's a there that's a very thin line, and we'll talk we'll talk about that in maybe in another episode. Cause. Uh, right. So I'm like, oh, I'm sitting. Out, I'm. I was like, I'm out and about. I made it safely. Like my bad for not letting you know I made it safe. And he was like, what are you drinking? And I said, right now I'm drinking Crown of Coke, but like champagne probably later. He was like, oh, okay, how much is the bottle? So I let him know he cashed at me for a bottle. All right. Okay. Okay. We like it. Sure, you know, aggress- ag- aggressive. Aggressive, but thank you. And so, But honestly, I only respond to aggression. I only respond to aggression. So I see sparklers in the air, and I'm like, oh, my bottle is here. Yay. And... So we're sipping on my Moet. I'm passing out champagne because I'm not. I don't need to finish a bottle of Moet by myself. I don't need to do that. That's stupid. That's very. That's a very dumb move to do. I can. I shouldn't. So we didn't. Fam, you, yeah, no, like because you drove. <laughs> Finishing a bottle of Moet and then driving is a very not smart thing to and do. And the Shoot Your Shot podcast does, does not, not encourage drunk, drunk driving. driving. We don't. No. So. I'm sitting there, me and Tanea chilling, chilling. I'm having a great time. Then the night progresses. And so another one of our Cincinnati faves was just like, oh, I'm headed out. Passes Tanea the other half of his Moet bottle. So we're sitting in VIP at this, not VIP. We're sitting behind the DJ booth with two bottles of Moet trying to figure out how the fuck, we, who's making it home. I woke up Saturday morning fucked up. And so while, while all of this is going on, I'm in the front of a DJ booth because I, I like, that's where I wanted to be that night. We're trying to patrol, trying to look, trying to mind my business, my other people's business, all of that. Also, for those who know, Rasconi's gets very packed very quickly. Don't take much. So a uh, veteran move is when you go to the bar, you order two drinks at a time. Yes. Because I'm not fighting through them motherfuckers. Every time I want to, no, fuck you. Also, there's a a shorty there with ra- random ass Jose Cuervo shots was in that motherfucker. Random. It was just like y'all want one. We we're like, we'll take two. <laughs> like we'll take one, mix one, and the other. Sure. Yeah, right. So early on Friday, I had Friday off. I did not. I did. <laughs> so me and Jade ended up going being fast real quick. Um, then we picked up your favorite nephew. We took him to Aglamisi's. And then we took him to King Arthur. So he got the toys and some candy and got a little spoiled on. He bought this really cool, like, spy kit. <laughs> so we're going to turn off all the lights in my apartment and, like, be spies. I can't wait. 
make sure that everything is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I done already tucked my toys. Yep, because tucked. I I don't want my nephew. I don't want to have to explain that shit. Not not now. Also, I reached out to one of your your pro actually, um, to get Braylon involved in the Alpha Esquires. It's time for him to come on, come on to the winning team. It's we time. Train him up. <laughs> this time. Train him up. Um, and so. And yes, I am grooming, totally <laughs> grooming my son. You are, at, yep, this is grooming. Absolutely. Son, you can come in my house as anything but a Sigma. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to pay for is Alpha. The only thing I'm going to pay for is Alpha. This is an Alpha Stan account. <laughs> And yet, my boyfriend is a new. You're right. And because I'm not trying to be petty, I'll just leave it at that. So, thank you. Growth. Growth. Well, we'll never would have made it. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Who the fuck would be here? <laughs> not us. Look at us. So, so Friday. So I'm getting two drinks at a time because I'm not waiting in that line. Um, and and then there's random tequila shots. I I got I was confused because like uh. Earl tapped me and then handed me a cup of champagne. I'm like, where did this come from? And then, me? And then I was like, then I realized, like, uh, okay, all right, okay, cool. It, yeah, it got real woozy. And so we are instituting a rule of three. And yes. so, so, a, so this is why we're instituting a rule of three. This is why we're saying this on this platform. Wax. For, for accountability purposes. Listen. We, whatever is just two out of the three. And, and Jade is the other person in the three. Whatever it's trio, is, yes. Whatever is two out of the three, shit goes left. Quickly. And it's like, no matter what combination, if it's only two of us, shit goes left. Because there's been times... You and, and I are not allowed to hang out, just you and I anymore. Without adult supervision. We need an adult. Me and Jade also need an adult. Is that you and Jade? Me and Jade definitely need an adult, and me and Jade find ourselves in solo missions like just her and I a lot, a lot. Partly because I be reading the room, and I'm like, you know what? I'm a, this ain't for me. I'm a tuck. <laughs> I'm I'm a head out. <laughs> so we need a rule of three because when it's all three of us, it's harder to to lie to another person and finesse what you're about to do. It's, so it's like if there's an extra layer of accountability when you got to bullshit two people instead of bullshitting just one. Yes. Also, Jade popped up at my house today. <laughs> she, I am chilling. She really is your boyfriend. She real really life. is my boyfriend. So I know I'm chilling. One of my friends is going through some things, so he stopped by. And I hear a ring at my doorbell. And I'm like, dog, I'm not expecting company or a package. So weird. So I go downstairs, and I, I really need, like, an intercom system. So I go downstairs and I'm like, who is this? Like, who is it? I open the door. It's fucking Jade. Listen, as long as everyone who loves me knows Calvin doesn't do pop-ups. I don't do pop-ups. Like, I was weak as fuck. Like, bro, what? I invited her in. Because <laughs> at this point, you're already at my house. But she, she is better than me. If you pop up at my house uninvited, I will leave your ass outside. I, we wasn't expecting company and just me being myself in the house. Oh yeah, we wasn't expecting company. Um, bye now. <laughs> see you later. So no. Um, Saturday was really quiet. I didn't do much. I um I did so so I so first and foremost I woke up mad late 
because again, Friday night got out of control. Actually, I'm lying. We and Jade went to a fight party on Saturday. I was like, but it was still quiet. That's quiet for us. Uh, Friday night got out of control, so I woke up mad late on Saturday. So everything I was rushing because I had like made plans to be up earlier than the time I actually woke mm-hmm. up. So, uh, you know, shout out to the young boys. Um, young boys did some community service and chopped up with them. Um, we talked, talked, had a business meeting that we'll, we'll kind of explain a little bit um, towards the end at church announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, then I did go to a fight party. And this is where Calvin explains the sports. So, yeah, me and Jade also attended a fight party. So, shout out to Martez. Um, he invited us up to Columbus, him and his friends booked an airbnb and they like threw a party in there and we spent the night and came home sunday morning real wholesome real wholesome um and so i was uh at a bar downtown watching the fight um so this is where calvin is playing sports okay so timestamp is for all of those who don't want to hear me explain the sports okay this is, this is a segment so we the, the fight we were watching was um the main fight was deontay wilder versus tyson fury got it um and so with boxing the main event goes on last so like the event started at nine but they had a bunch of undercard niggas going ahead before the main event think opening acts i was getting beer my ass whipped in beer pong at that time on brand um mm-hmm. so think opening acts before the main you know the main concert act so we finally get to you know wilder fury and so these are like the two top niggas in the two out of the three top niggas in the heavyweight division, which is like the glamorous, more the most glamorous division in sports, um, in boxing. So think about it like this: Muhammad Ali, a heavyweight; Mike Tyson, heavyweight. Nine times out of ten, a boxer that you actually have name recognition for, he was a heavyweight. Got it. So it's like the it's like the biggest of the biggest, the baddest of the baddest. So these are two out of the three top people. Don't don't. Okay, make- no, because continue. These are two out of three <laughs> top people. There's another one who's not wasn't in the fight. Like he's like the third one. So they already fought once, right? And it was a draw. Okay. So, but was that the fight that was in Atlanta? I don't remember where it was. Again, I, I don't know sports. But this one, the first fight, Fury is the white guy. I know, I gathered that I'm, I'm, for for people who didn't gather that. Okay. Fury um, outboxed kind of uh, Wilder for the majority of the fight because it was like he was kind of winning on points through the, like the first like nine rounds. Then, because Wilder is like hits harder than anyone else in the history of like ever. Okay. So he's one of those like he could be down and then like one punch he wins because you're knocked out. Knocks him down twice, including the final round. He knocks him down and Fury looks like he's out cold like and then he gets up. So if it's a draw. So... So remember, so imagine if like it was a a dance off between two people, right? Okay. They danced off first. Okay. So you remember in Drumline where they had the battle of the bands? Okay. And they told uh, uh, Nick Cannon's team and the other people's team that they tied and it was going to have like a drum off? Yes. Think that. Got it. So this is a rematch. Biggest hype fight in, in forever. Um. And when I tell you, Wilder comes in with this, with D Smoke rapping this black ass song. It was so 
extra extra had this whole ass costume who, who he looked like the goddamn black panther listen i didn't know if i was watching a boxing match or a probate probate ain't even probate ain't even that crazy i was so lost and not only that, he then had all the black ancestors and historical black figures on the screen. <laughs> I peeped that. So it was like, all this right. This is real black. So I'm like, all right, bro. If this is the door black history, I'm like, all right, bro. You're going to do this. You better win. Please. Spoiler, this is embarrassing. Spoiler alert. He ain't win. He proceeded to get his ass kicked up, down, and around that boxing ring for the entirety of the fight. So... It got to, it got to the point where so he got knocked down in the third. Um, dude hit him by dude ruptured his ear. Yeah, ear so drum. they said his equilibrium was off. His, it, if so, you ever get water in your ear and you start feeling funny, or you yeah. got an ear infection, you start. Yeah. Imagine getting your entire eardrum ruptured. He was bleeding from his ear. He he had no legs. His equilibrium was all off. He, that's why he was tripping and kind of falling, even got when it. Fury wasn't really punching the nigga. He got was just it. like, oh shit. He was off. But also, my man's was drunk. But also, Fury weighs like fifty pounds more than him. So, in boxing, and so you, you're allowed to kind of clinch and hold for a bit. Every time it would be clinch or hold, Fury would just literally like lay in all his weight on dude, like, and just kind of like make him expend energy to kind of get out of that. So he was also sapping his legs like that. So I have a theory about Water's legs. I have a theory. I, do I want to hear this? Listen, have you seen Deontay Wilder? I just told you I watched the fight. He, all right. So hear me out. Deontay Wilder is allowed to have small legs because he's got about three of them. Get out. <laughs> get get out. I know it's heavy. Get out. I know it's heavy. I know that man has lower black pain. I know his lower lumbar region is in pain, baby. I can hold it for a minute if he needs a break. That I will offer that service. I, I don't even like tall men. You don't. You like niggas that you, you can look at in the eye when you wear heels. I mean, it's not a preference. It's kind of just what happens. Never mind. It's not a preference. It's just what happens. You like niggas that y'all can both fit on a twin size bed when y'all. Okay, can. I haven't done that since college. Like, we're all going to relax. I, we're all I shit, and I was a lot smaller in college. So, like when you borrow they shit, you could like legit just wear it, and you don't have to like edit it. You could just like wear it like normal. I stole a pair of joggers from a man I could do that with, and, and now like, my son is wearing them. Very. <laughs> if y'all could see my face and just the stank <laughs> face I made. <sighs> Anyways, so Good times. Sure, maybe. All right, <laughs> but so long story short, Wilder gets his ass kicked. At at one point, this man Fury is literally like licking blood off. That's the, yeah, off this man's. It neck. felt racist, bro. It was. It, it was a. We got to have a discussion. Was this the worst Black History Month ever? Yeah, this Black History Month was trash. But I have a theory. This Black History Month was trash is because for half of it we were in the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. So when Mercury is in microbraid, retro jazz. Mercury, Mercury was in retro jazz. All right, cool. Mercury was in Gatorade. All right, and it, it everything throws off. So retrograde means when the planet is spinning in the opposite direction. I feel like Mercury goes into retrograde like it does all the goddamn time. Yes, because there are planets that stay in retrograde for years. 
their plan is to stay in retrograde for months or days. Like it, that's how that works out. What? But can't, why do we devise a system that is so that is so dependent but on honestly, this bullshit planet? <laughs> and like going forward, because backwards? okay, before there was religion, there were stars, right? And I think the stars is Morse code. I think astrology as Morse code, like the universe has a way of communicating with us through a, a vast array of different things. And you can also be religious and believe in astrology and believe in the way that the stars and moon function. I just think, and I'm, I understand like the, the com, you know, conversation between all three, but some of you motherfuckers be using Mercury retrograde to be trash ass human beings and then blaming it on Mercury retrograde. No, baby, that's not Mercury. You just an asshole. <laughs> yeah like sorry i ghosted you as mercury retrograde no, no. Nigga, you're trash okay we're not going to use astrology to evade accountability either a lot of listen i'm not saying everybody so if it don't if it don't apply let it fly but some of you motherfuckers be using astrology to to, to explain why you're trash ass toxic ass human beings and it's really trash like that's just i'm a virgo that's just how i am no do better but also, this Black History Month has been garbage. La- the last Black History Month was also garbage because that, that was the Jesse Smollett situation and everything that came with that and, and, R- and over R. Kelly shit. And this time we had a, a black undefeated champion getting his blood licked on by a white boxer with a fupa. Uh, and it's just, why can't we have a good black? You know what? I'm making a, I am making a, a suggestion that's been shared by fellow people. We just going to move Black History Month to June. It's Juneteenth. Okay. And, you know, it's warm. Black people flourish in summer months. We can have cookouts and, like, oh pool, par- and pool parties that we don't get into the pool and all this shit. Honestly, okay. So if yeah, we I just move it that, to June. I don't want to be that black girl because I do get in the pool at pool parties. Like I have a comment, but. I'm, what? That's, but at this point, you ain't got to worry about your hair. I will by June. My shit, listen. Like, I, you're not going to cut it off again. I'm not. I am growing this back out. A little bit. I haven't figured out what I'm doing with my hair yet. Right now we're bald and we're red. So we'll figure it out. I'm probably going to put my braids back in, to be honest with you. I don't feel like dealing with my hair. But there'll be red braids this time. So we move it to June. Black people flourish more in the, in the warmer months. Juneteenth is in June. I feel like and, and June is 31 days, or I believe, or 30 days at least. It's not the 28, 29. So we get so we just and this is a leap year. It's a leap year, so like we'll just move it to June. <laughs> okay, Calvin. Black History Month two in June. You know, niggas love sequels. <laughs> we love a niggas love year. niggas love a remake. <laughs> we'll make a real remake Black History Month. We're gonna rewind here, right? So sure. the, fight, the fight was anti-black. Deontay Wilder, I got time. Also, Deontay Wilder, learn how to actually box, nigga. Like you be bro. He he just he a puncher. He not a boxer for real. So it's like. Fury was beating his ass with technique, and Wilder couldn't do shit about it. And also, Wilder making mad excuses after the fight, like, the costume was too heavy. That's why I'm going to let... No, nigga, your, your legs was weak because he hit you in your ear and ruptured the shit. Get your, get your man. Also... Get your, get your mans. You do try on costumes several times before you leave, like, before you walk out the you door. You would think. Like, as somebody who's been made costumes, also worn costumes, like... Wardrobing for costumes is a lot. It's time consuming. You get sized and fitted a lot. So you you should, knew how heavy that shit was before you walked out the door. It was just a piss poor excuse. 
It was it was terrible. Anyway, so Sunday we leave Columbus bright and early because Bottle Girl Alley had to flourish. I need a soundboard. We need a soundboard that like has like certain shit. Like clink clink. <laughs> when I hear Bottle Girl, I think superhero music. Okay. <laughs> so is it a bird? Is it a plane? Nah, it's just a bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking Calvin. <laughs> You've been waiting to get that one off for a while. Huh? Fam, I almost made that to caption in your in your IG pic, but you asked for it, but I stopped myself. Okay. Growth. Growth. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's just a bird. You got him with that's fire. It is fire. <laughs> I'll probably still use it. Probably still use it. So by the girl alley. By the girl alley. Anyway, by the girl alley had to serve brunch, slinging brunch on Sundays. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Because people still stop me. They're like, I didn't know. you. When did you start working here? I was like, you know, you get your hustle on here and there. Like, you know, it's, it's fun. I make some good money, a couple dollars. And it's honestly, I don't, I'm not interested in being out anymore. Like, I'm really, like, over it. I'm so over it. I'm not, I'll go, sure, I don't go, sure. Like, I'm not pressed or thirsty to be out and y'all, and y'all see no more. Especially not not here, not lately. Especially because niggas have been very weird. Like, very weird. And not that I'm shook, but I got something that'll hold you. And I don't want to have to use that. It's kind of hard to parent my my kid from jail. Yeah, and, like, I ain't ready to be, like, a full fiver, you know what I mean? Yeah, like nah, like I got a one bedroom apartment. It's slow for dude. Like, it's slow, but like, and I just don't want to have to put. My, I find myself getting in situations where I'm like easily irritated by niggas, and I'm like, nah, I'm just I'm. I'd rather stay home. And this is gonna sound funny, especially coming from me. I don't like getting dressed anymore. Leaving my house and putting on clothes sounds like a chore. I don't want to leave my house, Calvin. I love you. I did not want to leave my goddamn house today to come record. I was chilling. I haven't left my house all day. Have not left my house all fucking day. It's been glorious. So staying at home is great. But then I realized, how can I, A, make some money, B, still be out, still have a good time, and not feel so suffocated? We started working. And it's been fun. It is fun. Herein lies the problem. Ooh, we get to talk about it, friend. Okay. Your popular girls, your Cincinnati faves, the guys and the gals are broke, bruh. Broke. T- tell, the girls. Tell me more. Are broke. Tell me more. Let's let's get to chopping this fable. Tell me more. I didn't realize that the popular girls are broke. Until I started working brunch. Hear me out. What happened? I, now you know that when you come in to, when you come into Copa for brunch, if you're not brunching, you have to stay by the bar. Because you can just order your drinks from the bar. It's still a bar. It's a nightclub that just so happens to serve brunch. Just made, so happen, made sense. Just so happens to have a full kitchen. But this is a club. We understand. So... In order to sit and be seated, you need a wristband. And to be honest with you, I think it's smart if niggas just have to buy a wristband across the board because it just cuts out on the bullshit. But not my shit. I don't run shit. Okay. So, young lady approaches me. One of y'all Cincinnati faves approaches me and is like, hey, can you help my homegirls? They're trying to sit down. They got a group of like five or six. I was like, yeah, let me see what it's looking like. Right. 
in my section, I had an open booth. But me, I'm like, oh, the hostess needs to actually seat, seat them, right? Not paying attention to that. I, anyway, I said, let me see what's going on. Let me peep the scene. I'm going to get back to you, right? The girls go and sit down. So I'm thinking in my head that the hostess has sat them. Like, they were on some type of wait list. They were just trying to see what was going on. So they sat them. I, as your hostess, I take your wristband. Like, I, I check you in. I take your money. Yada, yada, yada. I give you my whole little spiel. And that's cool. So I see the lady. Well, I walk up to the ladies. I'm like, hey, ladies. My name's Alex. I'm taking care of you today. Um, because you have a party of five or more. Brunch today is going to be $40 plus $8, um, $8 gratuity. So it's going to be $48. Period. 20%. Whatever. Whatever the math is. Right? So either way, $48 because you have a party of five or more um, in order to sit at the booth today. May was a fuck with it. $48. I said, listen. They said, there's nothing you can do. I was only prepared to pay 40 I was like, sis, $48. Take or leave it. And if you leave it, that's fine. No judgment here, but you got to get up. They said, well, it's going to be plenty of us, so it should be cool. I said, no, it's not cool. You don't run shit. $48 or you got to get up. And also, two things I don't do. I'm not arguing with you and I don't repeat myself. I said what I said. Shorty leaves the section. Literally leaves the section. I'm like, okay, she chose not to leave, right? And I see her in line at brunch, like going through the food line or whatever. And I'm like, she didn't buy a wristband for me. And I'm not going to serve you. I, 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 ref- I will literally refuse to serve you. She, Shorty, goes to the bar, buys a wristband from the bar, then proceeds to get in line to get food from brunch, and then takes her ass back and sits in my section with her friends or whatever. So I go to her and I'm just like, I sold you a wristband? She's like, no, I bought one for the bar. I said, how much did you pay for your wristband? She's like, oh, I paid 40. I said, sis. In order to be seated in a booth with a party of five or more, it's 48. The rest of your homegirls had no problems running me my money. She's like, this some bullshit. You being petty over $8? I said, sis, it's the principal. You could also make your eggs at home. Brings me to my point. A bottle of Andre is $7. Mm-hmm. Orange juice, if you get the Kroger brand, it's about two for five. But if you want the Simply Orange juice, it's about three twenty nine. dollars so we'll say three dollars. Three dollars for mm-hmm. argument's sake. Eggs, waffles, biscuits, grits, and if you're feeling fancy, the shrimp probably gonna run you maybe another fifteen, maybe. Sure, maybe maybe twenty. Shrimp, with shrimp. maybe twenty with shrimp because if you could do a half pound or whole pound, yeah, right. Or if you eat frozen shrimp, that's on you. Either way, you and your fashion over. Could have stayed at home. It is so fucking tacky to pull up to somebody's restaurant establishment and haggle prices. It's tacky to pull up on any business, aside from like a car salesman or something like that, and haggle prices. If somebody is giving you a service, you're coming to somebody for a service, you don't get to negotiate prices. Tis is what it is. And so y'all are tacky more than you're tacky. You ain't got no home training more than you are tacky and got no home training. You're broke, bruh. Cause $50 for bottomless mimosas and bottomless brunch 
is cheap. Take this shit to Miami or Vegas or any of your other major cities. You're $100 at the gate. Even if your ass shoes to pull up to Chicago, $60 out the gate, bro. For where it is and what it is, it's great. Fucking awesome. Also, nobody says you got to come to brunch every Sunday, sis. You can stay at home. It's quite okay. We don't even miss you. We won't miss you. To round out my point, <laughs> the way niggas be just giving out $40, you ain't have it? $40? Cause like, bro, I just I just had the image of a dude practicing how, <laughs> yeah. him giving, how he gonna get shorty the 40 ball. As often as niggas be giving out the 40 ball. Well. I can breathe in a nigga's direction. He gonna cash at me $40, bro. You understand. With you bitches are broke. When it bro. comes to the 40 ball. <laughs> when it comes to the 40 ball, sometimes you gotta understand the market price fluctuates. Right? Okay. And depending on the product that you are offering. A lot of you motherfuckers only offer headaches. Not even head, just headaches. Pretty headaches. That's not 40 ball worthy. If I wanted a headache, I'd just stare at the screen for t- a little too long. It, so I, I, come here, I come here to offer to you to understand that one, see, for every man's woman crush Wednesday is another man's throwback Thursday. <laughs> Facts. And, and, and for every man's like dream girl, there's a nigga that's tired of fucking her. Because we, as a society, let pretty women get away with too much bullshit because they're pretty. And now they have gotten to their head. And okay, so all right, so hear hear me out. This is this is the story of how we gassed up mediocre hoes and made it worse for everyone. Cuz dog, I am struggling. We gassed it used to be where only the truly elite level women would act a certain way because they knew they had, they knew they had the goods, but you know, the elite level women, you know, she knows she ain't got to get in her freaky bag like that because you know, she, you going to be happy fucking her. Cause she's an elite level woman, elite level woman know that like she, for certain things. All my friends have told me that elite level women suck in bed. Absolutely. They have literally have told me that tens don't ride dick. Bad don't suck dick. Are don't pillow princesses. Bro. Starfishes. Just lay there, because because they've never had they've never had to get into that bag because they the tens we just whatever. So, but imagine, bro, even fucking imagine being a ten and not having good sex. It's like so. I put it like this. Wild. I put it like this. So you ever seen you ever seen a nigga that's like whatever your type is, he's your type. Okay. And you bag him. You you get you get it you get him in the bed. He take off his pants and you're like, what the fuck is that? Been there. That's how niggas feel when they bag the girl of their dreams and realize she is a boring ass motherfucker in bed. Clearly, like, she don't she don't ride it. She don't suck it. She she don't let you pull nothing, grab nothing, slap nothing. You just like, what are you here for? It reminds me of that scene out of Big Mouth where a whole dude was fucking a pillow. <laughs> Literally, and 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 fucking the pillow is more economical because I had to wine and dine and take you out 
and do all this shit just for you to give me the same energy as I would if I were to fuck the pillow. It's depressing. <laughs> it's disappointing. I just had the stiff sock, sock conversation not too long ago. Like, bro, like, I, I could have just... Could have just put on tastyblacks.com or something. I am crying, Calvin, please. <laughs> Listen, we're boycotting Pornhub because Pornhub apparently helps and they got to do a better amateur verification process because some sometimes... What the, happened? So some of the videos in Pornhub is like linked to trafficking. Shut up. And like they their, their amateur verification process is not stringent enough to, to kind of like nip that shit in the bud. Okay, you want to know something funny as fuck that happened today? What's up? Funny as fuck. No, guys, your girl Allie, I'm a woman with needs. I I was home from work today. I had PTO from work today. So I stayed home. And I was cleaning my house. Of course, my phone connected to the Bluetooth speaker. I I already know where this is going. And I am jugging. I'm in my house. I'm cleaning. Your walls ain't that thick either. I done laid my ass down. And I was just like, it's noon, home by myself. Everyone should be at work. Everyone's at work. We're going to masturbate. And a bitch forgot that her phone was connected to the Bluetooth speaker. And, of course, I had my windows cracked because I was cleaning my house. And all, like, literally. <laughs> this, and I low-key, I live very hood adjacent. <laughs> so, so I'm realizing that, like, I'm not realizing how loud my speaker is and the window is cracked. So I heard somebody else out the window like, oh, <laughs> she out there getting nasty. <sighs> Wash your damn hands. I didn't want to leave my apartment today. Like, I didn't leave my apartment until it was pitch black. <laughs> I did not. Like, <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> like, Listen. The, the key, you always <laughs> listen. You always turn the Bluetooth off. You always, even if you ain't have it on, just turn that off and on again. Didn't realize I was so connected. Or put some AirPods in, or headphones in, or something. Whew, shit was funny as fuck. But wrapping wrapping all all this up. So the original point. So we're used to tens acting a certain way because they're tens in society and, and all you bitches are is popular. But. And the patriarchy and all of these things have, have gas has always gassed for tens and nines up. Right. But you you thirsty ass niggas who have been thirsty for any parts of the parts pussy of started the pussy. treating the sixes, sevens, five sixes and sevens the same way you treat for nines and tens. And now these fives, sixes and sevens who all they got to their name is a couple thousand followers think they nines and tens and act like nines and tens. And then when a when a nigga like me, when a nigga like Alex, be like. Hold on. It was crazy is that you ain't never been. And I could tell because you pull up in here acting like that. You ain't never been nowhere. I can. Oh, and it's not that. All right. Hear me out. I love It's one of my favorite things in the world is when folks pull out, especially because if you understand why people say where like the Sunday's best mentality came from. I like I appreciate the fact that niggas put clothes on on Sunday. I appreciate the fact that you pull up to brunch and you put clothes on. Some of y'all be taking it weights. It's a little, little left. Little, it's, a, it's a little left to center. But I appreciate the effort. Right? And also, maybe, shit, you got kids in a day-to-day life, and this is the only time you can get out. This is the only time you can really go be seen. So you do it up big. Hey, I fucks with it. Fucks with all of it. But I feel like bad, you can be a bad bitch, right? 
and not be an asshole. Absolutely. All avoidable. And to be honest with you, you can be the a bad... Ass, the, the, listen, the, if you a bad bitch and an asshole, the asshole never makes the bad bitch worth it. Never makes it worth it. Two, I wouldn't know that you were a broke bad bitch if you didn't take your broke ass to brunch. You could have kept lying to us, finessing for the gram, and we would have been none the wiser. Had you kept your ass at home. And that's why we know we've never been nowhere because a lot of these um, Cincinnati tens travel to Miami or travel to All-Star Weekend in Chicago, travel to any other else, and get humble because they realize, like, oh, you may be you may be that motherfucker in Cincinnati? You cute here. You cute here? You travel? Wait in line, sis. You're in line. Just like, just like, just like the niggas. See, where I'm from, we used to idolize the niggas who pulled out the big bankroll to pay for a drink at the bar. Now I'm like, oh, you a dummy bitch. You're going to get robbed. You're going to get robbed. <laughs> like Also, <laughs> niggas like that, by sections, they're not. They don't have. They're not waiting at the bar for anything. No, they're like, actually, I'll pay for the section of cash right now. Yeah. And give me a bottle of this, a bottle of that. And they pulled up late. And walk straight to the and walk straight to the front because they really had it like that. Niggas who ain't got it like that, like I'm gonna pull this big band. And out it's get, okay. I'm gonna pull this big band out and get a Jameson ginger ale. Heard you. Heard you. Different strokes, different folks. And some of you, and some of you, different folks are weird. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All of you are weird, if we're being honest. But the way I feel about it, the way I personally feel about it is, I wouldn't know this about you had you not brought your broke ass at home, uh, outside the house. I, I wouldn't know none of this about you. Because there are times I am broke as fuck. And when Calvin's broke as fuck, where do you see Calvin? In the house. And I'm not going to sit here and talk like I always got it. I don't. I pay bills just like everybody else does. But I'm not... My bills are paid, and I'm short on funds because my bills are paid. I'm not short on bills, and my funds are paid. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, balance in this shit. There's, there is definite balance with that shit. It's weird. The behavior is so weird to me. But that aside, fantastic. I love it. I, I think everybody should go to brunch at least once or twice a month. At least. Have some fun. And request your girl. You you we 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 helped you out. We helped you out. We got you a couple more. Uh, I be getting people drunk. Ooh, honey. Cause me, me and Jay went through six bottles of champagne. You did. You're welcome. Also, didn't realize how drunk I was getting people until we pulled up to Sunday Fun Day, and them bitches did not make it. Excuse me, that's so mean. My customers did not. They were like buying me shots, and it's your turn to turn up, and all that good shit. Cause I really got, I really be getting people f- fucked up. Didn't I realize I be really having y'all in there this trashed? When it, when it happens to you, my bad, <laughs> my bad. What we got next, man? My, I'm so sorry. So sorry to this man. All right, you ready to get into the um? Let's, yeah, let's, put this weekend right. Yeah, let's do this. So Jada Pinkett Smith invites Snoop Dogg for the Red Table Talk. I didn't watch it. It's, it, it, does, it has not released in full yet. It okay, I saw in, like the clips. It, it releases in full actually, I think tomorrow. Okay. But here's my... I saw a couple of the clips and I'm like... Rarely... Woozy. Rarely is uh, does Jada Pinkett do something that pisses off both sides of the aisle. So... And, and so both sides of this conversation were pissed off, right? So you have a side of people who are like... Uh, here you go, giving another platform to a problematic black man to go ahead and apologize, you know, for whatever, and like do, do a performance, this and the third, and then you have the other side. It's like, bro, like 
what Snoop Dogg said was directed at one individual. And then he apologized to that individual. Yet we're making it now, oh. Snoop. About black women. Yeah. So. What are your thoughts before I go to my thoughts? I sit on the side of the aisle that I think Snoop had a point because he was hurt, because he had an actual relationship with um Kobe. I think that, again, is one of those things where, all right, I believe in correction, but I think we're starting to overcorrect. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to get to the point where he didn't attack all black women. Oprah and Gail have been looking funny in the light for a while. So I think that when it comes to when it comes to criticisms of Oprah and Gail, they are very specific. Snoop Dogg was talking to Gail. Now, has Snoop Dogg made some colorful remarks about, say, um, female rappers? Yes, he has. Has Snoop Dogg said, like, same Snoop Dogg that criticized stripper, stripper culture or sex work culture had two women walking on leashes? Snoop Dogg? Could probably take, he could, he could stand some criticism himself. Stand it. And I find it funny that the Red Table Talk is starting to feel more like being sent to the principal's office than giving platform to people to give their, in the midst of controversy, no, than to give their actual No, opinion. yeah, Red Table Talk is now, is, is like, oh, it's like, it's like a press room. When it's like a your, crisis management now. Yeah, like, oh shit, I fucked and it's, up. it's starting to come across disingenuous. And, and here's where I come in. Because... Jada even posted on her Instagram that she wouldn't have this opportunity without Oprah. Like, she thanked Oprah for the creation of this. Which is exactly why it was biased as fuck for Snoop to come on and talk to Jada to begin with. Because I saw that, and that's what made this completely invalid to me. Because it's like, that'd be like someone coming on our platform to talk about what they did wrong with any of our friends. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's not going to be objective. Yeah, like, and Gail is a journalist. So to an extent, it was piss poor journalism. It's fucking trash. That interview was trash. And, okay, and so we don't have to... We, we We're not going to rehash it. That. Right, but, but my point about the matter is this. Gail did her job. Snoop, being a consumer of that product, criticized that product. Had Snoop... Criticize the product without dehumanizing Gail, we would not be talking about this right now. Because everyone else criticized it and and didn't dehumanize. Like, LeBron was like, man, like, shout out to Lisa Leslie for holding it down in the interview. I don't think I could. Like, that interview was, tr- like, trash. He didn't call Gail out of his name because also he's LeBron. He knows better. But so the, the issue was Snoop calling Gail, like, the whole dog face bitch. And then here's my okay here's my here's my here's my my issue with Snoop on the Red Table Talk. He did that, and it wasn't like he then waited to come on the Red Table Talk to formally apologize. No, his the same way he was loud with his disrespect. He he used that same platform by himself. Like you know what, taking some time to kind of re you know rethink. Right. I was I'm still hurt, but I was wrong in how I did it. And he even offered the olive branch like Gail, if if you want to reach out to me, we could talk privately cool so it wasn't like another black woman had to bring him on his platform so he could no he chose to apologize on his own before 
being right. called to the principal. He pro- he apologized before he got to Red Table Talk. Yeah, he was like, you know what? So that's why I guess the need for him to be on Red Table Talk felt redundant. It did because it's like you're apologizing, you're apologizing after you already apologized. It was a whole, and it it kind of mirrored the whole Kevin Hart apology tour thing, because it's like we're apologizing for an apology, and again, with somebody who's a a supporter of Gail and Oprah, two women who could stand some criticism. And I also and I also think like if if Gail had like asked similar questions about Tupac that she did about Kobe, Jay wouldn't be seeing it for her. No, because not at all. because everyone knows Tupac and Jada's relationship. Uh huh. So, uh, and you and you know like even to this day, to this day, <laughs> even to this day. Jada still has a soft spot and a sensitivity to anything Tupac related. Absolutely. So, and and that's why I said there's nothing about this was objective. Nothing. I Red Table Talk is starting to, again. It, it's coming. It's looking shady in the light. It's, it, it, there's a term in um, TV, and it's something called jump the shark. Yep. Which means it's outlasted its usefulness. And Red Table mm-hmm. Talk to me is getting really closer because, again, it's, it's no longer becoming a legitimate conversation piece where people can talk about the issues. When Jada was talking about, like, how her and Will was kind of, like, you know what I'm saying, like, going through their things or, like, how mm-hmm. her how they had to raise Jaden and Willow and Trey, that was, okay, this is real. But now it's becoming, like, damn, niggas at my neck. Let me go to the Red Table Talk. Or, damn, I said some shit I shouldn't have said. Let me go to the Red Table Talk or... or I'm Jordan Woods. Y'all, y'all, my family. The Kardashians at my neck. Let me go to the Red Table Talk. Like it's right. now. It's, 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 I'm Ti. I overpoliced my daughter's vagina. Let, let me go to the Red Table Talk and bring Tiny with me because sure. And so, and that's okay. <laughs> you ready? I'm gonna get this off my chest real quick. We talked about it last week. How D Wade's daughter mm-hmm. Zaya 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 mm-hmm. Zaya came out and as a trans as, as a, a trans transgender girl, girl right right. Lil Boosie, son. D- did you see that? I saw the headlines. I ain't see the actual video because I you just see that. Okay, so Lil Boosie's son. Well, Lil Boosie came out and said that D Wade is is crossing the line and he's doing too much and like he's and part cr- of, I, I criticizing think, his parenting and choice and and supporting his I child. Think, and I think right. Uh, and I had a, a slight conversation with it. And he, at least prior to, I think part of it was, I think. And again, it's not anyone else to explain that anyone else's ignorance. I think I legitimately think Boozy felt like, oh, he's going through like a sex change right now. Like that's what. And so he was because even if you re- if you listen to the video, he was like he was trying to be like, I mean, let him like let him be. You ain't got to cut his like. He was really thinking that like transgender meant like immediate gender reassignment, and it doesn't. So but it's not on why- anyone else to explain that to him when Google's still free. And you make enough money to educate yourself. Number one. Number two, words mean things. Gender identity, gender reassignment, and sexuality are not to be conflated. They're actually not related. So, well, no, gender identity and gender reassignment can be. But my, who I choose to identify as and what I'm attracted to, totally different things. And when we start getting into the conversation about Zaya's too young, it pisses me off because of how often we push heterosexual normities on children all the time. We force it down their throat 
all the time. But you have a 12-year-old who is choosing to identify as this and is standing strong in that and has parents that even if Zaya decides that later down the line, that's no longer her identity, they will support whatever transition she chooses, right? What is it about you? What is it about seeing a black child, regardless of gender, be supported and loved out loud? Do y'all have a disdain for? Because it was just like, and also I took issue with the criticism of that's not, Zaya's not your child. Y'all can shut the fuck up about speaking to other people's children. T.I.'s daughter wasn't your daughter either. T.I.'s daughter's not your child. With the same energy and the same, like, if we're going to mind our business on one, mind your business across the board, right? With that say, I saw that argument go on back and forth. Well, well, but, well part of it was with the T.I., because, again, everyone had comments on how T.I. chose to raise his, his daughter. T.I.'s parenting has been called into question a lot yeah, for a but, lot of different things. Yeah, so everyone kind of stepped up to the plate, gave their own opinions. And, and so, and then when it came to Zaya, it was kind of like, okay, it was, it was like, it's a little, it's a little more questionable as far as like, what can we, can we not speak about? So it's like that was one thing. Um, I think the only thing for me is, I and maybe, maybe it's unrealistic because she is a daughter of a very public couple, very public. Right. I wish she had the ability to kind of go through this privately. Yeah. And, like, I, I understand, like, you know, you, you wanting to kind of love her out But loud. on top of, here's, a, I guess here's my thing about it, right? Because also, I commend for Gabrielle Union. Because D-Wade, Zaya is not as Gabrielle Union's stepchild. D-Wade in the, because he has three, three children before Gabrielle. Yeah. There's another baby out there that we don't even talk about. Bleep. Redacted. 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 You don't even see D-Wade with the child. <laughs> Actually, no, no, wait, wait, wait. I haven't seen D Wade with that baby. Is that the youngest one? Or did, or did they no, finally have a surrogate? Kavia is their surrogate. That's the baby okay. that they have with the surrogate. It's very, but D Wade had a baby on Gabrielle in their marriage. I, but I also feel like there's a. I seen him in a new video holding a light skinned baby, and I ain't know if that was the side no. baby or, or, or other However baby. However, you make it work out. I, just, I saw him holding a light-skinned baby, and neither him or Gabrielle is light-skinned. My point is this. And, and the difference between D-Wade and Gabrielle and T.I. and Tiny. Um, T.I.'s daughter, what's her name? Uh, Deja. Deja is Tiny's stepdaughter. Not to discount the validity of being a step-parent, because I've been there, right? But you are not going to pull up to a red tabletop to talk about a child that does not belong to you that you also did not defend and protect because it was inappropriate, period. I commend Gabrielle Union for kind of taking the backseat when it comes to the conversation about Zaya because she is stepmom, but you're not mommy. And I think that... And, and, the, and the biological mom is like actually like not in the picture, honestly. Right. So she really has allowed D-Wade to be public and publicly support his child out loud with her support. Like you can tell that they're fully supported in the situation. And I, I actually appreciate that. T.I. was a, I mean, excuse me, Tiny was a glorified paperweight. She added nothing to the conversation. So, I don't know. God bless it. I just want y'all to really like do some soul searching but also, and I figure out what it is about 
Yeah, the, Little Boosie's son was de- defending his father. He, he like, I mean, yeah, Little Boosie's son was defending his dad. But like, also, like, he was still. But the fact that you're defending your dad about being homophobic lets me know what kind of children you're raising. Because, t- 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 what, um, excuse me, not T.I. Boosie's son's comments were even more like, oh, I know a shorty that'll make little homie back straight again. Homophobic ass comments, bro. And what's crazy is that Zaya's older brothers don't play that shit. Zaire was like, what's up? Zaire was straight up like, what's up? Like, don't, they don't play that shit. So, woo, child. Everybody, listen, I just, I just, everybody's supposed to defend their family. I understand. Listen, and, 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 and again. You're right. My family's not going to be wrong in public. Exactly. Listen, you could tell me, you could, you could scream out in front of the world, three plus three equals nine. And I'm be like, show the fuck does. Yeah. And I'm going to pull you to the side. Like, like baby, baby, you need you, a tutor. Like, you know that it don't, right? All right, I, I you, just, sh- you sure? I just needed you to know that. But like wrong. in public, you right as fuck. In private, I'm like, mm-hmm. that ain't it. So that's I think that's all. Right. So anyway, okay. So <laughs> Calvin, first of all, before we get to the shits, R.I.P. Catherine Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one of the three women who were the mathematical geniuses behind the first space shuttle launch that landed the first man on the moon. So in the movie, if you ever watch the movie Hidden Figures, yes, she was the hidden figure. She was Taraji P. Car- Taraji P. Henson's character. Yes, yeah, she has she, died at she 101. At 101 years old. So we wanted, uh, on this Black History Month, we wanted to make sure we uh we, we take some time, rest in peace to a legend. We're, I'm, I am so happy that even though it was delayed, that she was able to get her flowers while while she was still here so also a huge fuck you to nasa because they shouted her out they were like you know it it burdens our hearts and our condolences to the family of Catherine johnson bro fuck y'all but were they not supposed to because they were the the, nasa's the reason why they were the hidden hidden figures to begin with i understand that but also so but they can't they can't not but also fuck you they can't not but fuck you but you see what i'm saying it's like it would have got a more backlash if they just didn't say anything Right, but at the same time, they denied generations of children the honor of knowing that women, black women, who look exactly like I look exactly like her. She like this is me for years. I didn't know I didn't know about this hidden figure until the movie came out. We dealing with a wild. We, we dealing with a government. The CIA wished us a happy Martin Luther King Day. Like they weren't the ones who killed him. Yeah. You feel like like you you gotta understand like self awareness is not the U.S. government's strongest trait. No, not at all. It's almost like I hate it here, but where else am I going? <laughs> Honestly, like listen, I hate it here, but where am I go? I I ain't gonna lie though. Let November go 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 the way I think it's gonna go. I'm gonna knock at Canada's door like, hey Toronto, hey big head, <laughs> hey big head, you got you got some room. Universal healthcare looking real cute right Listen, now. Listen, I could I could be in carnival with with a, with a little thing. You know? <laughs> Nigga said he's gonna go to carnival. Look, I'm gonna be in carnival. Listen, listen, carnival Monday just happened, baby. We in. There. I am weak. Listen, I would pull up in that motherfucker with with a, with a, with, a, with, a, with the Canada flag and a stack of pancakes. Like, what's good? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, November needs to do what it needs to do. But also, nice reminder. Good good time to remind y'all. Are you registered to vote? Are we voting in our primaries? If you, please vote Are, in the primaries. Uh, Super Tuesday is um, a couple weeks away. Um, I think the Ohio primary is later in, in March. I think the deadline may have passed if you to get registered for the primaries, but it does not have passed to get registered in the general election. Please vote because I don't. 
Y'all, please, Lord. I know, I know it's hard. I know, I know. I it's know we're dealing with a a, a a a wide variety of shit sandwiches, but like there's 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 less levels of shit. I am a Warren G. You're a Warren G. <laughs> I I am a Warren G. Hey, Elizabeth Warren was bar niggas up. Bar niggas up. They, Woo! They put the E for beat behind her. Shit. <laughs> I peeped. That was weird. But um, because you can get your political podcast anywhere else, we ain't not a political podcast. We're not gonna do that. Um. One last thing on the before we uh, get to the hot takes, there was a woman who gifted a man a rental property instead of a Rolex, and the nigga got upset. Yes, be- can I talk about it? Yes, I agree with him. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I agree. First of all, you're gifting me responsibility. You're gifting me work, <laughs> bro. You are gifting me work. And if a rental property isn't what I want, what is wrong with buying people what they want? If you, not everybody aspires to on, to be an entrepreneur. The this, spirit of entrepreneurship is not with everyone. This, listen, LLC Twitter started acting fucking wilding again, and so you, and I'm so, tired of LLC Twitter. And like, first of all, so you in the video, you see he's like, I wanted a Rolex, I wanted a chain, like, and also she looked at the cameraman like expecting him to say no. So you knew that this was not the gift that he wanted. So not only are you going against your man's wishes, you're also gifting this motherfucker work. And if the rental property costs in anywhere of the same ballpark as a Rolex cost, you means you're gifting him a shit-ass rental property that he has to <laughs> rehab. And Which costs money, and you're not going to see a profit for that in months, probably years. You're not going to see that profit in the first two to three years. So you mean to tell me, and, 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 and yes, I know jewelry, jewelry depreciates, but a Rolex depreciates a lot slower than other forms of jewelry. Honestly. So instead of gifting me the Rolex, which I wanted, which I probably told you. I want it. I want it. You give me a rental property. And then not only do you give me something I don't want, you gift me work. Then when I tell you I didn't want this, you got the nerve to be mad. It's It's like this. You know what? Funny story. Hold on. Wait. Go ahead. Because I'm about to let some of Funny fucking story. Real quick. For my birthday a couple years ago, my ex-husband bought me a, well, my husband at the time, he bought, he bought a car. Car was like, it was a, the red Nissan I used to drive. That car only cost him $500 and he works on cars. So he was able to drop new things in it, put a speaker in there, all that good shit. I didn't want it because A, I wanted a new car. I wanted a new car. I was in a position where I wanted to financially go get me a, I wanted to go get my own car. Also, I'm a brat, but I also get up and I work every day. So if I tell myself that I want, I want something, this is what I want, right? Anyway, so my birthday rolls around, and I'm, like, hinting at the fact that for my birthday, I want to go buy a car. This is what I want to do for my birthday. You want to know what I got for my birthday that year, friend? Mind you, this is the same year I got divorced. I was going to say, a divorce? <laughs> no. He bought me window tint. For the car that I did not want. I, <laughs> do you know how loud I played Beyonce Resentment? <laughs> Bring the alarm. I would throw this alarm. I'd be Damn, listen, I, I tried to forgive this, but I'm too damn full of resentment. And so, and so here's my frustration. And this is where it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny seeing how men and women flip depending on the, the, the gender role in the scenario. 
I saw so many women say, this is why you only get niggas pussy for their birthday. Because he's, I'm like, so instead of listening to what your partner wants, you gift him something that you know he doesn't want. And then when he reacts, he's like, I should have just got you pussy. Listen, ladies, I double, triple dog dare you for any nigga that's in your life and your birthday's coming up in the next three months. So from now until like May. My boyfriend has been asking me for the past month, what the fuck do I want for my birthday? I don't have an answer. But here's the thing. Drop, I'm finna end up with nothing for real. But listen, I, or or he'll he'll if he's if he's like me, he'll he'll kind of he'll go snooping and figure it out and figure out what's what's in your likes and favorites. I pray to sweet no, cause he's smart. He does not have a Twitter, cause God is good. Of if he had a Twitter, he wouldn't be your boyfriend. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> if he had a Twitter, he would be your boyfriend. But like, so I can't so, have and, my and, Twitter and, boyfriends meet my real boyfriend. But like, so I remember like like somebody beloved got me something and she quoted like like something i said and i was like damn i forgot i said that okay you know what i'm saying like but so i dare y'all if you've been hitting that something for whatever reason and that nigga gifts you a rental property or something that's not that tell me how you feel so like it's, it's 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 just really funny to see how to, how the tables flip when when it's a woman not listening to what her man wants instead of the other way around. That's all. Again, like I said, I agreed with I agree with oh boy. Don't don't give me work if I ain't asked for it. Yeah, unless I'm like, yeah. It'd be one thing if he was like, I'm looking for and Ben got mad, but no, he let I don't want to work. Are you ready to get into these hot takes, friend? Yeah, we got we got some time. Don't post my fucking, don't post me with an emoji over my face. Bro, that's so disrespectful. I'm so, so I'm, I'm not big on posting anyway, right? Right. I don't need, I don't need y'all niggas in my business to be quite frank. Like, it's fine. As long as like me and who I'm dealing with is okay with how we're rocking. I don't need y'all niggas in my business. See, I post on my close friends. And I, my close friends is actually like maybe ten people is in my close. See, friends. I don't even feel like curating a close friends list because that requires me to go through all my Instagram followers. I don't feel like doing that shit. No, but here's the thing: because there's some bird ass shit I want y'all to see me do that the rest of the world don't need to see me do, like stealing from Target. <laughs> like you definitely listen. Steal, stealing from Target, stealing from Walmart. It's it's really just reparations. You still go to Walmart. I mean, when there's no Target av- available. I don't. I fucking hate Walmart. I go to I go to Walmart once like fuck I need to get in and get out. And also Walmart's closer to me than Target is. Okay, that's fair. But so don't post but I will say this, back to my point. I'm not huge on posting anyway. But if you feel the need to post me, then you post me with an emoji over my face, don't do that. Just 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 delete Shit. the picture. My boyfriend is 6263. I posted that nigga like Wizard Kelly from the Proud family. <laughs> but and also when y'all post Y'all do realize that, like, he has other identifying features yeah. that can be identifiable. Like a Chicago Bulls tattoo. Like, fam, he loved that hoodie. He wear that hoodie every other week. I know that's him. And it's like, also, only women do this to men. Okay. No, 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 no. Let me finish. I, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I have never or rarely ever seen a man post his shorty with the emoji over the face. 
He probably just wouldn't post her. You know what I'm exactly. seeing? You want to know what I did see? And I, I, I love this. It's such a flex. It's when it's date night and like you just post a picture of like you and with two plates. Yes, I've done that. Or you take a, or you post a picture of like she's standing between her man's legs, but it's just y'all feet pictures. I like that kind of corny ass shit. That's also, a lot of posing. But my toes are also very cute right now. So pick coming soon. I'll be in Cleveland this weekend, so pick coming soon. But like it just, it's it's annoying and it's annoying and it's one of those double standards that's annoying because like I know for a fact niggas couldn't get away with that shit because also if I feel the need to post an emoji over your face I don't need to post you. That's facts. And a lot of times y'all post the emoji over that nigga's face because you share that nigga and you just want. Yikes! Am I getting too loud? Yikes! I'm getting too loud. You were screaming. My bad. I mean Valentine's Day over so hopefully you got your gifts. I did. Hopefully they got their gifts too. <laughs> make sure to make sure you got the receipts, sis. I don't know. Listen, the girlfriend reveal season this year was pretty, pretty. I was pretty impressed. I was proud of my niggas. I was, I was okay. proud of my niggas. The girlfriend reveals were okay. Popping. I'm over. Here, I'm over here sipping. I'm over here sipping my wine, looking looking at the timeline. Like, okay. The girlfriend, yeah, girlfriend reveal season was my favorite this year. Now. When we get into Memorial Weekend, is when I'm gonna know if this shit was actually on shit. solid ground. Memorial Weekend's gonna be too late, nigga. We talking about his shit might hit the fan by opening day. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see like they they went from like 500 posts to like 430. You start <laughs> deleting all that shit. No, you archive it. Ha! You never know. But um, actually, speaking of opening day, that is the official kickoff to my birthday. Weekend, my birth. I'm do, do, taking my birthday weekend opening day, because for my actual birthday, uh, you won't be here. No, I'm not. Me and Bay, I think, are gonna. I'm gonna. I'm choosing not to be a headache this year because next year is my thirtieth, so I'm not gonna be a pain in the ass. I think I'm just going to quick excursion somewhere, turn my phone off. I'll catch up with y'all later. Um. So speaking of not being able to see see people's faces. Have you watched Love is Blind yet? Okay, let's get into it. Shall we? Yes. All right. So, the premise of Love is Blind is that it within 35 days, right? It was, like 30, it was like 38 days from like initial th- to wedding. Wedding, right? From initial meeting to wedding, right? You have a team of singles, right? Single women, single men, and they walk into these pods to talk to each other, but they cannot see each other. So they spend like a span of like 5 days talking. And so so Right, all these people are single, conventionally conventionally attractive. Conventionally attractive. Like how to use that word instead of yes. Like, so conventionally attractive. You're quintessentially pretty people. Yeah, conventionally attractive, all single. So there's no catfishes. There's yes. no like, it's not the circle. So there's everybody's like who they say they are. I, I couldn't get into the circle. Love is blind. I have been binge watching this shit all day. See, I'm I'm maybe because I'm less. I like my reality TV shows to have competitions. More, more than love. So that's why I'm like, I'm and little... of course Nicholas Shea is hosting this. He hosts everything. Okay. But so, um, and so yeah. So they also take away all your devices. So no cell phones, no internet, no you nothing. Can't Google. You them. can't Google them. You can't lurk. You can't lurk. Can't search. Can't nothing. So you really spending like five, six days just talking to niggas. And so, and all you're doing is talking to niggas and they really are dropping the l word in like the first episode and shit but you then you realize like this is like the fourth date in but it's like all happened in like three days because it's like so hyper it's bro as someone 
who takes it slow in his own personal like love situations, this entire thing makes me itch. I'm like, <laughs> you, what do you mean you love this motherfucker that you've never seen before? How? And then it's like, the math don't math. Math ain't mathing. How do you love this person? How are you having breakups already? What is going on here? I will say this. First couple, because I just finished episode three. You're probably a little ahead of me because you binged a little faster. Uh, okay. So we just got to Mexico. Yeah. So I, fin- I ended right when um, they, they took the trip to Mexico and, and Carlton. Carlton did, and did- Diamond are getting ready. Okay. So I'm at the part where Carlton and Diamond are talking. Okay, I finished your episode. Oh, okay, so cool. I can talk about this. Yes. Diamond is homophobic. Diamond is wigophobic. Diamond <laughs> is edgophobic. <laughs> Diamond's wig stressed me out the entire fucking time. Her shit was sitting sideways like a Paul Wall record. Stiff wear. Sis, it was. Her baby hair is full grown. She got teenage hairs, dog. Her baby hairs go through puberty. Her baby hairs finna graduate. That's my baby. <laughs> What's your baby's name? Baby. <laughs> so not nah, okay. So okay. Question. As a bisexual, uh, uh, right? Do you feel the need to declare your bisexualness? Here's a dirt. Herein lies a double standard. Mm-hmm. The fact that I am interested in women, I know is oftentimes fetishized by cis heterosexual men. It's fetishized. It's always going to be socially acceptable for me to be a bisexual woman. Because niggas want threesomes. Niggas want threesomes or they think that because I'm bisexual that the probability for threesomes has it has increased. Or um because two women is for men, excuse me. Cis heterosexual men have a hard time not centering themselves when it comes to what is or isn't acceptable when it comes to sexuality. So, of course, bisexual women turn you on because you somehow benefit from that. It's not just about accepting me in my sexuality. Niggas watch lesbian porn all the time. Exactly, because you're it's a fetishize. So, the same reason why, like, for instance, I don't understand men's obsession with, with studs. You're literally obsessed with a woman who is not attracted to you because you think you can quote unquote turn her out another tangent another day i was like i haven't met a lot of niggas like that so maybe oh, maybe that's on your side of the street i haven't met a lot of niggas who want to turn it, the stud out it gets spooky so <laughs> never mind let's, let's go before my we just go down please the don't. let's go let's just go somebody really just hit me up about alicia t's today so we won't talk let's about go. it go we won't go there so anyway the reason why the double standard exists is because of women like Diamond. Because when a man was honest about... Honest-ish. Okay. It's assumed he was heterosexual. Yeah. It's assumed... We assumed everybody's sexuality on the show because of the premise. Because of the premise, because of the, how they arranged everybody. Right. Yeah. We assumed that everybody... When you... Honestly... When you talk to me, when you approach me, if you did not know me, you assume my sexuality. We do that a lot. I think that necessarily disclosure. I th- mm. And this is where problematic Alex exists, right? Da, 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 da. Right. She emerges. But given the climate, right? And this is where understanding the problematic and the gaps in culture and acceptance come into play at. And to, in order to protect himself, because his feelings got hurt, 
that is something I would have disclosed early. Early. Not simply because it would have avoided some bullshit, not because I think he necessarily had to. Because if you're in a committed monogamous relationship, his attraction to men or to women, to me, doesn't matter. Because all a relationship is, is a set of boundaries between you and I. Okay? Mm -hmm. You knowing the full scope or full scale of my sexuality is an intimate conversation. And not something that I necessarily think I owe anybody. If I'm attracted to you, my focus is with you, my commitment and my love is for and with you, why are we talking about my attraction to other people? Why does that matter? You care because the thought of the fact that this man has potentially laid down with other men and laid down with you scares you. Probably because of a stigma, because there's a there's this idea that gay men are a magnet for HIV AIDS. We've already debunked that myth years ago. Two, the second part about it is slightly higher, but not out of the not out of a normal standard deviation. Of- exactly. But we it's also a myth we've debunked. We put that to bed. We've discussed it, researched it, had conversations about it. There's a reason why black women are the highest, married black women are the highest in recent HIV AIDS cases within the last 10 years. It's because of down low culture. Down low culture exists because of a lack of acceptance. Some of that of which stems from black women. And one day, maybe today, maybe right now, we're going to get into the conversation about how homophobic black women can actually be. Hey, hot take, black women are more homophobic than black men. Uh, it's a very hot take. Uh, listen, I promise you. Because honestly, and I think this, this is a conversation we had with the big blood bandits um, when we, we at brunch. I think black people are homophobic. Black women right? appropriate gay culture without accepting actual gay men. And we don't give enough grace for men to sit on the spectrum as much as we do to women because of fetish, because it's fetishized. Black women have room in their circle for one gay bestie. And once that, and once that one gay bestie is filled, they fuck with nobody else. And they have a heart. And like I said, there's a lot that needs to be unpacked when it comes to black women and our actual homophobia. I'm going to be honest with you. There was some unpacking I personally had to do. There was some acceptance that there were some bridges, some, t- some things I had to unpack. And a lot of it was inherited. A lot of it was learned. A lot of it was cultural. Right. But then I had to realize that I had some biases that I had to let go of. I had some fears that I needed to let go of. So I'm not saying this as somebody who's sitting outside holier than now. I'm saying because I've had to cross this bridge myself. OK, we can't sit here and talk about progress progression. And not talk about the way that we're also harmful to the same movement that we are claiming also harms us. I don't like to play the oppression Olympics between black men and women. I do, however, like to hold us accountable for the perpetuation of our bullshit. And this is some bullshit. And if you agree with Diamond, I'm here to tell you there's some homophobia, sis, that you need to unpack. Because it was a lot easier for Carl to just die on the lie. He could have died on the lie, and we would have known nothing. And he, it would have been fine. But I also think, I mean, is Gator homophobic? By calling it a Gator, because I'm trying to figure out. Yes, I'm trying to figure out the non-problematic way of saying it. So no, Gator is not necessarily homophobic, but it's also the assumption okay, of so, somebody's sexuality. Yeah, okay, so we're so we're, this whole thing is based off assumptions. But it was almost like. If you really paid attention, you could have to Carlton. Versus, you could have maybe like assumed he's maybe not just fully cis heterosexual. There was another. 
other man on there. It was white boy. Um, Rory. Rory. He came across like he sits all a little bit on the spectrum, too. Man, Rory was out here giving everybody else advice. I ain't seen him with not narrow woman. I ain't seen him choose up not a single not a, time. He wasn't even in the pod. He was just out here giving everybody else advice about they hoes. Dapping <laughs> niggas up when they got engaged and shit. Like, I see you, bro. But, um... Yeah, so it was, it was, it was. I just finished the episode, and they kind of episode ended when uh, Shorty walked out. And just she like, threw a drink on him and walked no, out. No, she didn't throw. She didn't throw a drink. She didn't. No. 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 Okay. That that might, that's a clip from maybe like a different episode. Okay. Because I okay. No, just she didn't. Sure. She, she didn't throw a drink. She just kind of was like, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed now." Um, you just kind of it was a lot, and he was just like, he he didn't want to build a foundation of like lies and. Everything like that. So, um, but also in general, this whole ep- the whole premise of me to me is still wild. You mean to tell me I got to fall in love and make somebody my fiance before I can see what they look like? I don't even like. I barely know if you cook the eggs first when you making breakfast. Yeah, I got to put a ring on it. I mean, I get it. I, I, you know it, what I thought a, about it's when a I, social experiment. I understand. What also, Jessica is trash. Oh, Jessica's absolutely awful. Oh, Jessica is fucking trash. And my okay. man Mark deserves better. better. Mark deserves so much better and than Jessica. Jessica and Barnett Loki deserve each other. Jessica and Barnett. Okay, Jessica. You're literally vexed and perplexed because Barnett, you were Barnett's third fucking choice, dog. But you just told my man Mark that he, he was wasn't shit. He was boyfriend number two. Yes. Behind Barnett. Girl, if you don't take your ass the fuck on Jessica, I wanted to knock her teeth in. Bro, and I was so mad because it was like, fam, like Again, with how everything moves a hyperdrive in this episode, in this in this whole thing. Mark deserves so much better. They tell each other love yous on like the second day. And I was shit. like, oh my god, like, who do they think they are? Me? <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I felt that, and I was like, damn, I'm triggered. Like, let's make my itch. Like, ew. I felt that. And so that like, nigga spitting anyway. <laughs> but it was like really wild. Like, nah, Jessica like was out here breaking my man Mark's heart. Heart. And then went, I felt so bad. For and Mark. then then ran to Barnett. Barnett hit you with the curve, so you run back to Mark. I really wanted Mark to just curve. I her. wanted Mark to be like, nah, bitch, I'm good. Like, actually, I'm not an option, bitch. Fuck out of here. And then Mark turned around and proposed. Hey, also. Gigi crazy. Gigi about crazy <laughs> as hell. I was just going to say that. I was like, Gigi boy, is fucking nuts, bro. Hey, Damien don't know what, what he is. has got himself into. Because, like, as someone who has experienced his fair share. Of crazy? That bitch is nuts. <laughs> anytime, anytime the chick was like, I know you proposing, but I'm going to make you stand up so I can propose. Yeah. She nuts. She's nuts. Also, another reason. I don't trust women that propose to men. <laughs> I don't trust. I don't, trust, I don't like that. I don't trust Latinas with blonde hair. <laughs> She's a white woman. That's why. You can be Latin and white. I don't listen. She's a white woman. But also, another reason Black History Month is trash is that the baddest black woman on the show. Don't do Connor like that. His name is Cameron. Cameron, whatever. And fuck him. Don't do Cameron. Cameron, fine. Cameron is fine. Cameron is fine. How? How? Okay, as somebody who's dated the whites, Cameron for a white boy is fine. But honestly, I'm going to take a shot every time Lauren says, I ain't never dated a white man before. And getting fucked up in the episode, nigga. You take a shot, you get alcohol poisoning. Keep playing with her. But it was just like, damn. I was like. I was Lauren like, is bad. Bad as hell. And, and this IT look ass nigga the bad. First of all, don't do my boy Cameron like that. He looks Honestly, Cameron is fine. I was just, listen, I was just mad that, listen, this is Black History Month. We have seen all our black queens 
lost to white <laughs> niggas with fades and beards. Megan has already told y'all. I'm upset. Listen, I'll say this. I'll say this. Luckily. But Travis Kelsey is fine. Y'all think every white boy who go to a black barbershop is fine. That is No, we don't. Actually, no. All the black, all the white boys that went to black barbers, all of them smell like cool water. All of them. It's uh, it's like it, like it's like convention. Like it's almost like all right. Does the barber like put the aftershave on your back of you? Like, is it a ritual? Yeah, because you got you got to know you got to know where this came from. It's uh, all the white boys who get that same haircut. I know he smells like David off. But it's also, I'm so thankful that beloved hates white people <laughs> because I'll be damned. I'll shoot this bitch up. Wait, heaven forbid you and Beloved don't make it. She turned around to get her a Kang. <laughs> when I tell you I will shoot this bitch up, me, you, her, white boy, Ooh. we all going we all gonna have a conversation about this in heaven. What? I, First of all, what I gotta do with it? Because the the, the gun I'm gonna carry probably ricochets. <laughs> you guys gonna be some innocent bastard. What I gotta do with that? Cause I'm cause listen, she fuck around. Never mind. I don't even wanna speak on it because my blood pressure getting her. <laughs> I say this though. Woo. When I tell you I will shoot this bitch up. <laughs> Calvin will air this bitch out. Everybody go down. And we are go and we go all have a conversation yeah. about <laughs> Love is Blind is wild. And I don't even like reality shows like this. Bro, but Netflix got a couple wild. of bangers on. Netflix got a couple of bangers that they got going on right now. I can't even hold them. Love is blind probably gonna win an award for some shit. Cause this is fucking wild. <laughs> Bro, and side note, last thing, you know they filmed Love is Blind like a year and two months ago? Oh, so these So they've had to hide whether they not they got married or they broke it up for like 14 months. They finished filming November 15th, 2018. Shut up. Deadass. So they just couldn't be on social media. They couldn't, they couldn't be on social media. They couldn't really post it. Like, they couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, they had to hide this shit for 14 months. So imagine if you and Shorty didn't work out and now you got to relive everything that you fucked y'all up and you thought you was over it. Imagine picking this person, right? Mm-hmm. Falling in, quote unquote, falling in love. Allegedly. Allegedly. All that shit. And the dick is trash. Nigga. <laughs> I'm a, niggas gonna storm back in the pile. Like, uh-uh, I want to redo. <laughs> we can start this from the top. Also, Amber and Barnett, infatuation. Them niggas not making it three more episodes. Fam, I, look, I, I, caught, a, I caught a quick spoiler. and I, it, it was about them, too. And I was like, sounds about right. That's what I'm going to say. No, Sounds don't like, tell me. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to finish it tonight because I'm invested. I'm, I'm not. but I, I'm invested. I'm not. I also watch shit a little bit slower than you. I'm not a huge binger. Oh, no. I'm going to binge. But also, you can't... I'm going to finish it. But they, the final episode don't come out until, like, Thursday. That's cool. So, I got shit else to do so, all week. So, so like... I'll I pro- got shit to do all week. I'll probably be there right with you by Thursday. Be like, ooh, this wedding. <laughs> this wedding. <laughs> we going to get dressed up and sit in my living room for their weddings. <laughs> Have a whole tux on. With, 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 with the, the wine. With the champagne. Like, ooh, child. <laughs> this wet and juicy. But uh, yeah, I don't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a love is blind type of thing. You mean I gotta f- fall in love with someone? I don't know how to love. Oh, I absolutely could. Absolutely. Oh, I absolutely could. Absolutely not. Loki did it. We gonna talk about it. We haven't talked about it as a friend group. We totally haven't. Because every time I talk about it, you just call me a bully. And, and you shoot are me a fucking bully. Shoot me away. <laughs> Beloved was just like, you ain't off the hook. We gonna talk. So I'm scared. You, you should be. You absolutely should be. Because like everything that makes sense in my head, she's gonna tell you. She's gonna say in a way that's gonna. When you can't say amen, you say ouch. It's gonna sting. I'm sure. I'm not ready. 
But yeah, I can do it. Absolutely not. I need to at least see what you look like. It's just because it's almost it's one of those things where it's like because black men don't cheat. I don't. I don't want to get in somewhere where I'm emotionally. I'm emotionally attracted to you, but I'm not physically attracted to you. That's trash on both sides. Like no. That's no. I'm not even. I'm not the type of person. You mean you want me to get engaged? If I'm not even test driving it? Oh hell no. Get me. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, nah. You mean I got? I gotta put a ring on your finger. And I don't even know if you do that one thing I like. Get me the fuck the out mi- of here. You, I don't even you, know. You don't even know if you do the mix twist. Get get me the fuck out of here. So no, I will not be doing the love is blind experiment anytime. I could do it. Mm-mm. I I could do it without like dying because. Somebody would, I would get killed. Oh no! Listen, fam. Listen, that entire thing made my made my whole body itch. I'm, I'm good. Oh my god. Anyway, friend, are you ready to get into the question of the day? Uh, let's get it popping. So they ran scared, but anyway, I mean, um, people are trying to give you know trying to give up being problematic for Lent. We'll take it. So to the uh, leads us to our question, the shoot your shot question of the day is if if you're participating, what are you giving up for Lent? So your boyfriend's BFF said sigh. She's giving up dick. I don't believe her. More power to her because it won't be me. Uh, yeah, we. I've had um, uh, Michaela today said giving up men. I was like, no, you're not, sis. I, 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 I know you're on again, off again, boyfriend. No, you're not. Underscore so out your league said either masturbating or working. Sir, sir, um, out of my inbox. Uh, right. Picks not taking said junk food. Trying to be healthier. Still gonna drink because work with my ass. Feel you. Feel you. Sweetly Lily says insert bunny, Bugs Bunny beam. No. no. Instagram, oh, excuse me, Instagator Jules said accepting news from chicks with whole ass boyfriends. Gross. You firing shots. She's absolutely firing shots. You are firing shots, sir. There, there's a couple shots in there. Um, uh, Miss Melanie Moreau says, when is Lynn? I'll give up the social media shit. Um, hey, underscore Nene says, nah, I'm a heathen. Fuck with the energy, <laughs> sis. Bob Kitten 101 says, these not shit niggas. Fair. Underscore I subtweet says, stressful women. Definitely firing some shots. He's also lying. Also lying. He enjoys chaos. Mess. Just mess. Mess. JRM330 underscore said liquor. You on your own player. Listen, because someone said that too. I'm like, there's too many events. Because Lent technically starts to Ash Wednesday, which is tomorrow when we're recording. Like, open a day, St. Patrick's Day. Nope. Orange Soda, Cincinnati. Your birthday. Yeah, nah. Nope. Nope. When is Easter Sunday? Like a good Friday is the tenth of April. Shit. Exactly. I got four dates in mind right now. I'm be drunk as fuck for. That's what I was like. I started doing the math. I was like, you know, St. Patrick's Day, Black and White Ball, R&B only, Reds Opening Day, my birthday. That's five right there. Orange Soda Cincinnati. Orange Soda Cincinnati six. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I just I I know I know better. Um um. Three Aaron D says all alcohol and fast food. Again, I'm with you on the fast food. The alcohol. Uh, all I do is win. Says being nice to you, motherfuckers. Fair. Be he's, good. He's not nice now. Sure, listen. Be good. Underscore eighty nine said child support. LOL. JK. Nigga, take care of your fucking kids. Um, Brian's boot camp w- w- says I'm giving up a response. Sometimes a non-response is a response. Doing better is the best revenge. Okay, that politically correct ass answer. Um, legal underscore Bengal 06 says niggas. I'm <laughs> just playing fast food. And um, redacted, I'll let you guess who this is. Okay. I'm giving up for Lent other niggas' girlfriends. But they mama, Okay. But they mama is they mamas are still an option. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir. 
that's my nigga though. I fuck Sir. With, I fuck with it. I fuck with the energy. Sir. But I was, I was like, as soon as I say what it is, you're gonna know who said it. I already know. I can guess. I can guess. <laughs> Dollars to donuts, nigga. D- I, listen, you ready to get into these church announcements, friend? All right, yes. Yeah, so first church announcement. Um, so again, we are trying to be less trash in 2020 <laughs> when it comes to like our physical health. We got. To- I'm tired of being fat. Also, Planet Fitness bitch ass took their fees out, so I'm gonna go tomorrow. <laughs> you feel me? So we're so so we're starting a challenge of sorts, a 21 day challenge and we'll be keeping updates through our platforms our social media this podcast everything um we are working with brian's boot camp uh because he is a virtual option and with our lifestyle we can't afford a physical trainer we ain't got time to meet that nigga. when am i gonna meet you so this is kind of something where it's like, like we do it on our own pace at our own time when we're free on our own schedule but we do have commitments. There are commitments with that. So we have to go certain amounts of times a week. We have dietary restrictions. He's even giving us an alcohol restriction for and, the next 60 days. And, so. and, 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 and it's kind of like, and we have meet, check-ins every Friday. I think it's every Friday where it's kind of like, okay, where you at? There's food tracking apps. We can see where you eat and all this stuff. So we're trying to be better. We're <sighs> trying to be better. And we are going to take you on this journey with us. Lasai. To be better. <laughs> I say that to say, one of our cheat days is going to be March 13th. <laughs> yes. So, March 13th. Now, we talk to y'all about this all the time. Orange Soda Cincinnati is here. Capital H-E-R-E. Here. Now, for those of us who half-ass listen to our podcast, half-ass pay attention when we're in Columbus, half-ass be half-assing, Orange Soda is a neo-nostalgia party that takes over from the 99 to the 2000s. Okay? And it's like I think right now they're they're it's like 2010 is kind of the cutoff. Yes. They, they they stopped ten years before the decade. So we're 2020 now. So like music up to 2010. So and we're not talking the typical Mary J melody. It's it's, it's it's yeah. It's different. It's different. It's very different. Tickets are on sale now. Tickets tickets are only five dollars right now. Right now, link in the bio. Um and so. We may have some giveaways. We may be throwing special events to giveaway tickets. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, this is one of the things where if you if if you're looking for something different to do in the city, if you're ever wondering like why are they in Columbus all the goddamn time, this is why. And they're coming down here and fucking with us. And so and we're grateful. We're grateful, and it's going to be a great ass time. Um, any other church announcements we got? Um, did you already get your suit for the black and white ball? Are you going to? Black I'm and not white going ball? to black and white ball. So I found my dress for the black and white ball. Okay. Out here. It's white. I, I went with white this year. I did my first black and white ball. I did black. So this year I'm going to do white. I've already paid for my ticket. Let's, boyfriend's not going to be able to make it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So after, bro, this this March 13th, March 14th is going to be trash. Because we're going to go we're gonna go right back to back with the green mile after this. Oh, yeah. The green mile is on the 14th. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I never make it to the Green Mile, and this year I am. We gonna try. Listen, I gotta, I gotta make it. I'm just if you see me with some shades or just don't ask questions. Really, honestly, <laughs> mind just, your business. Please don't talk to me. Just mind your business. Other than that, I think, I think we're good. Um, again, keep, keep striving, keep motivation. Um, check in on your peoples. Yep. Um, t- life is not promised. Time is not promised. But um, the feelings that you have for others are will be promised. I'm checking on your peoples. If you if we have anything that we forgot, uh, just be respectful and let us know. <laughs> be respectful in how you let us know. But no, 
Um, I'm going to leave us with a positive note. Mm-hmm. You are who you are looking for. You are a whole individual. You are complete. And everything that you're searching for and seeking for in other people, you already possess. So turn inward. Turn inward. On that note, it's your boy C. Diddy. It's your girl, Ali Nicole. We are out. Peace. Baby, I'm a toy. I'm going to stop my spot. You caught a vibe. Shooting shots. Why not? Tell me the thing.